Welcome to Mind Training and Homotherapy, a podcast that explores ideas to help you live a life that is more purposeful, intentional, and fulfilled. I am your host, Dr. Henry Gregory, and I thank you for tuning in. Hello, folks. Hope everyone is doing well in these changing times. Lots going on, lots of changes, lots of uh, challenges. And what's emerging is, uh, appears to be kind of the end of a cycle. And with every end comes the beginning. So, as this way of being that has been dominant on this planet seems to be uh, less than sustainable, it's offering the opportunity, if not encouragement, for us to construct out of the, the destruction new ways of being, of being together, new ways of sustaining, of prospering, new ways of taking care of ourselves individually and collectively. The ways we've been living on this planet are not the only ways to live. They're just the ways we've been living. And no judgment or degradation on them, but there are lessons to be learned as we move forward. And hopefully we can take our highest vision to manifest a world where we all are cared for, that our, our connections are acknowledged and our potential is actualized. There's a piece in the Bible that says, um, be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. And of course, this podcast takes off on some of that mind training and homotherapy. Just understanding that the mind is the seat of our experience here on planet Earth in third density. And as such, we have the opportunity and responsibility to train our minds. Because as we said before, if we don't train our minds, we can be sure there are other forces trying to, to train our minds continually uh, for their benefits, which may be benevolent and may not be. So anyhow, we've talked a little bit about, in homotherapy, what we call the seven rules of thumb. And we've talked about two of them. We've talked about no fault finding. We've talked a lot about non-attachment. Those, those are two big pieces. I'd like to share another piece with you today. And this piece is called um, single-pointedness. Single-pointedness. It's the acknowledgement of how important concentration is. The mind can think quickly, 
but it can only think of one thought of a at a time. Many of us live with minds that are overstimulated, agitated, and consequently undependable. Our thinking is shallow, attending to surface issues with compromised ability to critically analyze, synthesize da data, and discern issues. Single-pointed attention develops concentration, and concentration is an important part of us actualizing the full potential of our minds, of our ability to look at things holistically, comprehensively, and to go deeper. Concentration. Because as, as we exist, so much stimulation comes at all of us all the time that our minds are continually jumping around. Jumping around. I was, I remember last weekend, I believe, seeing someone on television, and she was really, um, seemed to be uh, for multitasking and um, doing more than one thing at a time. The interesting thing about her was she also seemed very anxious. She seemed very anxious. I mean, she, certainly had some good contributions to make and, and um, you know, had her expertise and whatever, but she seemed very anxious. And I think that is one of the side effects of having a mind that is continually jumping from thing to thing to thing. When that happens, our minds are not settled, they're not grounded, and they're shallow. They're at the, at the surface. In order for a mind to actualize its potential, it has to get still, settled, and go deeper into whatever it's focused on. That's what concentration does. And as we've said before, you know, only 10, 15% of, of mental activity is conscious. So all that unconscious requires that we be still and know, that we learn to listen to that still small voice inside. And the more we learn to concentrate, the more we begin to contemplate, to look at things from different angles and how they associate and, and what are some of the ramifications. So we start to look at things in a, in a larger context. We become absorbed, if you will, and we begin to see more. But if we just stay on the surface, jumping from thing to thing, all we see is the outward presentation. All we see is um, the advertisement, if you will, or how it will um, satisfy a desire, but we don't see the impl 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 implications and consequences uh, that emerge once we start going deeper. Because as the process goes, it goes concentration, contemplation, and contemplation can lead to meditation, and meditation leads to actualization. If, if, if I could bequeath one thing to young people these days, it would be concentration. Because when you have concentration, 
you can learn and absorb whatever you focus on. And when you practice, when you practice uh, single-pointedness, then you get better at focusing, at focusing. And when you focus and you become absorbed and contemplate, you learn things, you see things in their broader bandwidth and in its uh, deeper presentations. And then, if you contemplate long enough, you end up in a state of meditation, a state of meditation, which really gets to be beyond the conscious focusing of the mind and is a state that develops when we're settled, when we're focused, when we're calm. It's a state that we go, to, go into that's very nourishing for us physically, mentally, spiritually, helps to synthesize, reinforce, and connect us with those things that are necessary for our health and well-being. And if we meditate enough, uh, we start to actualize, actualize our potential by absorbing deeper meanings of who we are, what we're doing here, what our visions are, are and what possibilities are, they are. We begin to see beyond the surface and begin to uh, answer some of those deeper callings that are in each one of our souls. Each one of us has a calling for which we were incarnated. And when we learn how to be still and focus our minds, then those, um, that guidance begins to emerge and gives us some direction. So single-pointedness. And, and, and when I'm talking about single-pointedness, I'm not talking about fighting with the mind. I'm just saying, decide to deal with one thing at a time. And when you finish that, then you move to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that seems to bring a, wholer, a more holistic experience. It seems to bring more joy, whether it's whether you're dancing, uh, whether you're um, drawing, whether you're reading, praying, whatever you're doing, when you are singly focused, you get more of that experience. When you're not, you're jumping all over the place. Um, we tend to lose the benefit that uh, comes from the, from the experience. So single-pointedness. The good news is the more you practice it, the better at it you get. And one way to practice is to find some things that you enjoy doing and give yourself some time and energy just focusing on those things whether it's an affirmation of who you are, if, whether it's goals that you want to attain, whether it is um, vision of, of possibilities. Mm -hmm. Anything that you focus on, you help that to happen, 
And the more you focus, the more you create that capacity in the mind. Be ye transformed by renewal of your mind. Hmm? So each one of us has a choice about what we'll focus on and whatever we stay focused on, go deeper, it will tell us more about who we are and the lessons that we have in life. I see this need for more single-pointedness in so many different ways. And one of, it, one of the ways is when we're in communication with others, when we are working on uh, our relationships or working uh, together on projects or whatever, and that is, rather than talk about one thing at a time, so often when more than one of us meet, we're jumping all over the places, first one thing, then the other. Mm -hmm. we, real communication happens when we can talk about and address one issue at a time, bring that to some level of resolution, and then move to the next issue, as opposed to uh, one person starts off talking about uh, A, and the next person starts talking about zebras. Uh, then that person starts talking about uh, candy, and the next person's talking about water. Mm -hmm. Seems extreme, but if you listen carefully, that happens so often in our society, especially when we're into winning arguments or, or making our point. And we're not really listening to each other and trying to uh, help each other speak. We're jumping all over the places and nothing gets really resolved and we don't get any depth in our conversation and communication because again, we're not concentrating enough collectively to really unpack what's going on. It requires some focus, it requires some curiosity. It requires some skilled uh, compassion and attentiveness in order to genuinely communicate, hear what the other is saying, respond to that, and then add on, as opposed to just add on your part or try to shoot down the other person's part or try to redirect the conversation, which happens all the time and nothing gets resolved. Matter of fact, I think that's the preferential ways they, um, <laughs> they want folks to communicate on many of the news programs, but that's another issue. Um, so, so again, we get more out of our efforts when we are single-pointed and do one thing at a time. And our minds get stronger, they become more focused, our perception becomes clear when we are practicing single-pointedness. You get out of a situation what you put into it. But when we allow ourselves just to jump around all the time and be stimulated by whatever is going on in, in the moment, um, we lose our ability to see with depth, to see with accuracy, to see um, with intention. Mm. So, single-pointedness, uh, a discipline that helps us to um, focus our minds 
and to receive the benefit of looking deeper into our experience and communicating more effectively. What do you think, Daryl? I think that I love this topic. <laughs> As I was um, listening to you go into it, I just started to smile a little bit because I am a believer in single-pointedness. 100%. 100%. Um, I am not a fan of the concept of multitasking um, because I believe that if you try to kill too many birds with one stone, a few of those birds are going to get away. You can only do, you know, one thing at a time, you know, and if you don't do that, the other things are just going to suffer in some way. It may not always be noticeable. It may not always be significant, but you do yourself a lot of good when you're able to give each thing the proper attention and focus. That's how you develop expertise. Yes. You know, because you have something that you go in wholeheartedly, you dive deep in it, and you become uh, proficient with it as you become more associated with it. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think I may have mentioned at some point, possibly very early on in the life of this um, podcast, that, you know, our brains can be like computers, right? Yes. And much. so computers have this thing called memory or RAM, as it was once known as. Mm -hmm. And basically, the more RAM or memory you have, it's called random access memory, but the, the more memory you have in a computer, uh, theoretically, the more it can do at one time. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people find a lot of value in the computers that have a lot of this memory so that they can have all these windows open without losing performance. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, your computer always operates the best when you have a limited number of windows open. Yes. When you're only run, running one program, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's the best way to get the most proficiency. But we want to be able to watch a video, play a song, run three different programs, have 10 different Internet windows open. And then we wonder why our computer starts to overheat, overload, slow down. And how we become more agitated, more, more anxious, exactly. and less focused. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that's that's the first thing that I wanted to um to say on that. The second thing, and um, I don't know how deep I want to get into this topic topic because I actually want to talk about it on my podcast as well. <laughs> um, but um, on, on this point, I should say not the topic, but the point. Um, recently, there was a young woman, um, thirty years old who uh, was a former Miss USA. Um, she was part of the um, entertainment news program Extra. She would do interviews. She would have, she had her own YouTube program, um, YouTube show or, you know, whatever the case may be. And she did a lot of things, I guess is the point. Beautiful young woman. Um, and the average person from the outside looking in would look at this young woman and say, she has it all. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, she jumped off her apartment building, committed suicide. 20 stories up, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody is shocked, surprised. And um, and one of the things that bothered me about the aftermath of it is that there is this concept or this phrase that people continue to use. And they say, that's why you got to check on your strong friends. 
and I don't have a problem with the intention mm -hmm. of that statement. My problem has always been, well, why is it that we consider this person strong? You know, because if this is the definition of strong, what, what are we considering to be weak? So we look at a person that is doing all these things, multitasking and seemingly handling it all. And we say that person is so strong, mm. not realizing that there's a trade off. There's a cost to the person doing all of that. And oftentimes they're not giving full attention to themselves. Ah, you know, right before you came in, I told you I was had a, I was on a phone with somebody and we actually had part of that conversation about strength. This person is seen as being strong and she's competent and, and things, you know. But as we had to unpack it, you know, her definition of strength is shifting from doing all of these things to um, doing things with an open heart to doing things that are more uh, nurturing and, and involve more self-care and stuff like that. The definition is changing. So much of the stress in our society is coming from people feeling overwhelmed, you know, by all of these things, overstimulation is coming at us all the, the time. So when we talk about single-pointedness, um, one thing that can help too is when we can find common threads. So instead of I'm dealing with this person, my boss at work, and uh, my woman at home, and uh, and my children over here and stuff, I start finding the common thread. The common thread might be uh, I need to deal with my um, um, patience. I need to deal with my uh, my openness like that. And that common thread begins to affect all of the relationships like that. And I'm singly focused because I'm focused on, maybe my focus is just on being kind, you know? So it doesn't matter where that manifests in relationship, the people at the store down the street or the gardener or, or whoever, but that's what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. So we do better we nurture ourselves, we do a better job of taking care of ourselves when we are singly focused. And, and as these definitions have shifted, like you said, it has made people much more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And all of this, how should I say, violent acting out that we have in our society, you know, I think this is one of the underpinnings yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, people feeling overwhelmed and anxious and out of control yes. because there's not that uh, mental and emotional focus. Right. And so in giving that example, I don't want to make it seem as if I'm saying anything bad about this woman because yeah, I'm yeah. not. I know, I what I'm saying is that, you know, we have a very toxic and, you know, counterproductive culture when it comes to a lot of things and this whole this whole need to have it all mm -hmm. i want it all mm -hmm. you know and of course you know life has a lot to offer but at the same time when we get so caught up in the multitasking the consuming the overconsumption, 
trying to do everything and please everybody, mm-hmm. no matter how big the smile on the person's face, there's often a lot of um, unhappiness pain. and pain. There you go. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pain deep down inside that isn't being fully addressed. And this doesn't mean this isn't to say that she wasn't trying to address it, mm-hmm. but the more attention that you can give to one focus Mm -hmm. the better and that could be very difficult because there's all these opportunities there's all these great things there's all these rewards and trophies that comes along with these things but what is it really worth if we're not truly giving ourselves the attention we need to be truly healthy what you say reminds me of some of um uh the artists that i I really like um india ivy and Mm -hmm. um tracy chapman and uh fast car (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all them. and all of a sudden you don't hear from them anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because they they, they pull it in. Mm-hmm. They say, I am not going to jump through all of these hoops and do all of this and use it myself. They, they, they have some level of integrity about themselves and focus and say, this is what my focus is, and that, so that might mean maybe I won't be uh, number one on Billboard, you know, for the next 10 years, yeah. you know? But they make a decision and say, oh, what I'm gonna deal with and what I'm, what I'm not gonna deal with. Right, yeah. right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're out there responding to all the stimulant, stimulus, you're going to burn out. Yes. And your mind is not going to be dependable. Exactly. You know, so you, you're gonna have the tools you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so I was having a conversation with my wife just before I came here and I was saying that you know sometimes we have to make some real hard decisions but with that we we honor ourselves number 1 and 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 you know hold hold our highest values true and sometimes that means that somebody is going to be a little disappointed yeah. Above all, to thine own self be true. Right. You know, some level of integrity. And that means you got to be still enough in the mind that you can get down to <laughs> the real self. Right. You know, because all that noise is always there. Yeah. And if you're not, if you can't focus, you won't be able to get to uh, the deeper levels of, of, of knowing, of, 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 of intuitive uh, uh direction yeah so that you can focus yourself yeah so i let my clients know really quickly that we do one thing at a time over Mm -hmm. here you know it's not to say that things won't get done Mm -hmm. but if Mm -hmm. you're looking for a million things to get done at the same time i'm i'm probably not the person for you yes but i'll give you my full attention because if they pay attention they'll see that when i'm with them I don't answer my phone for anyone else. Mm. I'm not working on three other jobs while I'm on a site with them. Mm-hmm. While I'm with you, you have my focus. You have my attention and everything else waits. But that means that when I'm with somebody else, mm-hmm. they get my attention the same way that you do when I'm with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything costs. Yeah. It, everything costs. Yeah. So again, I think we're all better when we deliberately make a um, uh, uh, an intention we decide what we want to focus on, and we focus on that as opposed to let it happen in a de facto way, just through all the stimulation that comes at, at us. Mm-hmm. So, 
So, so my encouragement is for each one of us to do a little soul searching. Um, you know, say, say, what's really important to me? What do I really believe in? <laughs> you know, what we call values clarification. Just to see, to start to narrow down what's important to you and where you want to put your focus. And then in a real practical level, when you are doing things, you know, and you catch yourself doing one thing at a time, say, slow down, okay, let's do this now, and then we'll do that. Just do a little experiment on your own, see where it takes you, see if it doesn't calm things down, if it doesn't slow things down, if it doesn't help you get more depth, understanding, and connection. Okay, so, so give it a shot, see where it takes you, and hopefully um, we'll continue on this journey. Peace and blessings. <laughs>